Hi, good morning and welcome to Sunday's edition of the Estate Agents podcast. I'm joined as ever by Stephen Brown and Luke St. Clair. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Why is it always so dark? I don't know. Summer is on its way, let's hope. But I am fascinated how Luke always manages to record in a different location. Uh, Luke, where are you this morning? Um, I am at our OB office. I've just um, just said good morning to one of our company viewers. So what's the time? So it's uh, getting on to quarter to quarter to eight. So Alan, he's always in early getting his keys ready for the day. Um, but no, we're having a bit of a change around in the office. We're having some storage units put in, uh, the kitchen tidied up and then making a nice kind of staff room breakout area, but place for meetings. Um, obviously following the podcast we had with Assad, want to make sure the environment's right for all our colleagues so that they not just front of house is good, the back of office is equally as good. Fantastic. See, e- even the presenters are always learning. And Luke, that looks like a rather scrumptious porridge you have there. Have you had the regular trip to Costa this morning? Yeah, my one of many daily visits to Costa. Probably visit there four times a day um, <laughs> to get to get my coffee. But I don't drink, I don't smoke. This is my pleasure in life. Some people may call me sad, but I enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, and other coffee suppliers are available just to uh, co- cover every legality there. But I am a, but I am available for sponsorship from Costa. Um, <laughs> if, if you want, if you want to, we can reach an audience for you. So please get in touch. Absolutely, Costa, the fuel of estate agents. I think that's got a ring to it. Let's get them on the podcast. <laughs> oh, Steven, so we're now we're now CEO. We're now competing against Greg's, are we? Are we uh... <laughs> What podcast well, could that be from? I wonder. Yeah, I think Whaley's got that one completely wrapped up, unless they go completely vegan, and then I think he may uh, take exception to that. But Stephen, today's podcast, we want to uh, basically reflect on your week, I believe, and something that you discovered when uh, you were training uh, under your mentorship program. So, uh, Stephen, the floor's yours. Fire away. Thank you. So I had a listener masterclass um, this week and um, one of the questions I asked is, and I'm sure we've discussed this before, but as it's kickstart 2020, one of the things I just wanted to get everybody thinking about is what happens if you receive a call to your office? Um, and this was actually a fee call asking, um, you know, you're thinking about selling or you're letting your property. Can you tell me what your charges are? And it was very, very scary, um, the response that I got. So um, I asked people to volunteer if they were happy for their um, branches um, to be called. Um, And there were three people there that said yes. Um, I think two of them instantly regretted after listening to the calls because it was on (laughs) speakerphone um, not to do it. But fair play to them for, for actually doing it because um, also it was an open course and I think people would have been very, very embarrassed um, listening to what was going in their office. But one of the things that um, I learned, um, well, a couple of things, but I share one. If you use an overflow call system, how good are they? Okay, what are they like when they respond? Because um, obviously they're also a big reflection on your agency okay now we know there's some fantastic people we've had sam um at money penny and we know how good um, money penny are they're exceptional go on luke i know you're dying to get in and interrupt me my flow <clears throat> i know i do apologize but again 
money penny are only as good as the information that you provide them and how you want them to respond to it because if you want them you can't uh, that's even if it's not money penny and it's a different call provider or over over um call handler if you don't give them the information as to how you want that call to be handled you can't just assume that they're going to handle it in this in the exceptional way so set out that standard with them in the same way that with, with your colleagues if you've not given them the training uh, and the expectations and best practice and explained or demonstrated what what does that perfect or that nine and a half or ten out of ten call look like how can you they can't just telepathically link in with you to think that's i know that's how Stephen would want me to do it give them the tools so that they can do the job correctly and give them the training you, you can't just expect them to to pick it up 100 spot on Stephen. just a quick question you said that three people volunteered now for me that shows you've got three progressive leaders in that room that want to make their offices the best so the first thing is irrespective of the result of the call and the and the learnings from it you've got three exceptional leaders in that room because they all want to get better my question is how many people were there in the room in total so there were 11 people there they were most probably from um six companies okay so you've got only 50 percent of the companies with three um, agreeing to it that wanted that now, why do you think that we've got that mentality in this industry? Because the reason that us three guys set up this podcast was to help people improve. It was to help people get better. It was to go on a journey with them and take them on our journey as well from the perspective of you as a trainer, me as a, 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 you know, an employee, an office manager, and Luke as a, a, as a director of a business. Why do you think when we look ahead at, our guests that we've had with in Australia uh, and over in overseas in America, that their, their whole philosophy is sharing, is caring, it's developing, it's building relationships, it's having peer partners, it's nurturing people. Why do you think in this country, you know, we're, we're afraid to put up our hand and learn and, and, and possibly make mistakes and, and grow and learn from them? Okay, I'm going to be fair to them. That was my fault because of time constraints. Okay. Okay, so, they, so they were the first ones that put their hands up. Um, you know, I would have been happy with two, but somebody then insisted, please, 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 can you um, do my firm? Um, so, so we did. Um, but one of the things that was interesting was um, two, in fact, all of them, not one of them took my um, number down. Okay. So how are they going to contact you? Well, exactly. So again, it's just, it's just opportunities. And I know the Right Move Property Academy um, had their survey and, you know, the amount of, and we've, you know, we've covered the sort of questions that they asked um, when you were registering. But again, it's just for me, just doing those basic things, you know, even, well, <laughs> definitely get their name and number before you continue in case you get cut off. You know, and again, also asking who recommended you you know, just a simple one um, there where people think, oh, they must get so many recommendations. You know, they must be so trustworthy um, that, yeah, we're going to go with them. But it was just not, um, well, also the other thing was the variance on the answer about fees. So um, it depends, our standard fees. Um, I need to, I'm not sure I need to go and ask somebody. And, you know, people make a first impression on you straight away 
if they go, oh, well, hold on a second, let me go and ask, and there's no hold music, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're still waiting, and they go, um, oh, I don't know, my manager's not here. Um, thank you. And that's the end of it. Go, okay, thanks very much. Bye. <laughs> no way, lost business. Okay, Stephen, so this is, we're recording this live. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm a customer. I've just phoned up SJB and Co. Um, uh, uh, over there in London. And I'm asking you, can you tell me what fees you charge, please? Yeah, of course I can. My name's Stephen. Can I ask who I'm speaking to, please? Yeah, it's Andrew. But what fees do you charge? Hi, Andrew. Nice to speak to you. Just in case we get cut off, please, can I take your number? Yeah, it's 07872 Lovely. Thanks very much. Can I ask, are you after the cheapest fee or more money in your pocket? Well, it's the money. It's all about the money, Stephen. I'm, I'm making a massive upmarket move. Um, it's going to stretch us. My wife's only just gone back to work. We've got two kids. Um, this is our forever home. Uh, so the money's important, but equally the fee's important. You know, I, I, I don't want somebody ripping me off. I've, I've got to make the most of the money. Okay, well, look, I understand all of that. And obviously, that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you. Um, where's your property, please? Yeah, it's in Smith Street. Okay, fantastic. When's convenient for us to come round? So I'm going to be in Smith Street at either one o'clock or four o'clock today or tomorrow. What's a good time for me to pop round and demonstrate how I'm going to put more money in your pocket? Perfect. Bang. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you handle a fee objection. Um, okay. Can I just carry on on that? Because yeah. there are different types of people. And actually, you were, you were too nice to me there. Okay. I, I wouldn't have been that nice because you may just say to me, right, tell me how, how much my fee is. And okay, that's so it. Tell me how much your fee is. 2% plus that. Okay, 2% when everybody else in the town's doing 1%. Yeah, but when I come around, I'm going to demonstrate how I negotiate so you end up with more money in your pocket, which you've just told me is really important. Luke, is correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Luke, Luke, he's, he's waving his hand. Look, we've got to get him in. Yeah, so absolute, absolutely superb. And if anyone listens to this, they need to be playing this episode as part of their morning, morning meeting because that is um, the exceptional way, um, in my opinion, as to how to handle that kind of inquiry. But also, just, just something I want to touch on because obviously me listening to that, I'm thinking, okay, Andy, Andy's been a bit of an awkward bugger, but we get those awkward bugger customers that, that just want that information um, and I'm sure we get more awkward people but when it comes to practice or role play not every customer is like that remember so don't when we're doing that role play don't purposely go out and try and trip up your colleague when you're trying to do role play which is what a lot of us sometimes try to do and try and be difficult and and, and awkward be your average customer sometimes they're not going to be as as high maintenance so just be your average quite relaxed customer sometimes be your high maintenance customer but you do need to test yourself with those customers that are going to be to to enable you to give your premier league response which is what steven's just given or steven's probably given champions league response in all fairness there so steven again look that's great but steven how can we check how can we check? I mean, right move, give us the facility to listen into the mystery shop calls or the mystery shop our staff or listen into the calls that come through as a, as a result of an inquiry. But generally that's on a, a property that's for sale or to let. It's very rare that that's a, 
a listing inquiry. So do you think it's important that we mystery shop our staff? How would you well, do it? Role play, mystery shop? What, I, what? Think, I think every member of your team who is going to answer the phone needs to answer that question. Okay, so what happens when the lister, the manager's out of the office and somebody's there by themselves and somebody may walk in, somebody phones, you know, they need to have the training to answer that question because they're going to be a reflection on you and that business. And people make first impressions, what is it said, within eight seconds? You know, so, so people making an impression on you. And they may be going to three or four or five different agents and shopping around. Um, so for me, um, I think Spencer Lawrence, you know, when we had Spencer, Spencer, Spencer on, find those exceptional calls, listen to them, and play the exceptional calls. Okay? People have to, you know, understand what exceptional looks like. If we take um, Assad and what Assad was saying with the OGAP, so let's take answering a um, market appraisal fee inquiry, okay, and ask our team, right, let's just say, are we outstanding? Are we great, average or poor? Okay, where do we want to be? We all want to be outstanding, is that fair? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So if yeah. we all want to be outstanding, what does outstanding look like? And we get the whole team to do it. And then we practice it and we practice it until we, you know, until we get it right. But Luke's spot on, you know, every circumstance is different with the people that we deal with. So one will be very direct, just tell me how my fee is, um, how much your fee is. And then they just want to get off the phone. Other, other people are happy to talk forever and ever. Other people will want to know, um, well, you know, oh, you say you're going to negotiate better. Well, can you demonstrate now on the phone that you negotiate better and that you're going to put money, more money in my pocket? So you've just got to handle all of those. Um, but initially, um, I think you said something, and the point is, you know, these people, whether they're forward thinking or whether they want to do it, and it's the same with role play, and I think we said this the other week, role play shit. Okay. Yeah, so, nobody likes role play. It's embarrassing. People don't like, want to stand up and, and humiliate themselves in front of their clients. Yeah, and, and, that, and, that, and that's fine. But actually, if you think the people who role play use it as a, um, a learning curve to improve and get better, and if you view it like that, then it's going to make a difference. Absolutely. And w would you rather look shit in front of your colleagues or shit in front of a client? Because <laughs> I know which one I would. I had a really good example of this this week, actually, Stephen. So um, I'd say I don't want to do the gentleman um, any, um, any wrong. I'd say he's probably in his late 50s, early 60s. Um, and he walked in, piece of paper, notepad. Um, can you tell me how much you charge? And it was Becky in my office, actually, that dealt with him. And she did all, 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 yeah, everything right. She sat him down. She actually offered him a cuppa, um, took his name and his address and asked what the circumstances were. And kind of the, the fee question paled into insignificance because actually then it was more about the relationship and he was volunteering information. Um, and she said, well, look, let's just do a bit of research. Where do you think your property sits at the moment in the market? And he volunteered a price. She went on to home search. She printed him off a home search report. She went to our archive um, on Dupix and printed off a couple of sets of details of properties in, um, I think two were in the same street and two were in neighboring streets that we'd sold. And when we sold them, what we achieved for them. Um, she put it all together in a nice folder and she closed by saying, 
Andrew's in the area on Wednesday. Um, what time's best for you? I thought that was brilliant. And the gentleman said, I'm not ready for that yet. And he left. And she was heartbroken because honestly, she had tried so very, very hard. She'd done, in my view, she, I, I would say she probably scored a nine out of 10. And I could see the disappointment. And so afterwards we sat back and I said, I said, Becky, what more could you have done? She said, I couldn't, Andy. She, I, I, she said, honestly. And, and I said, Becky, I agree with you. You can't win them all. We sat down, I think this was Monday he came in. We sat down on Tuesday morning last week. We finished the morning meeting. And about 10 past nine, phone call came into the office. Can I speak to Becky? Yes, whom I, whom I say is calling. Mr. X. She looked at me, she said, that's the guy from yesterday. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> Can I have the four o'clock on Wednesday, please? Straight in the diary. She came off the phone absolutely elated. And I said to her, um, when I go out there, I'm going to ask what it was. And I'm going to give that feedback to you. And I went on the appointment. And so all the usual questions, who else have you spoken to? Blah, blah, blah. Um, what's your view of the market? Let's talk price situation and such like. Anyway, delivered everything. And I said, I have to ask, who was it who recommended this? Um, she said, nobody, uh, sorry, he said, nobody recommended you. He said, I was in, in particularly impressed with your young lady in the office. I went into your competitors. Two of them gave me a business card. One of them refused to say their fees. One of them said 1% straight away. And they all um, he, he, basically didn't engage with me in the same way that your young lady did. And she said, and, and he said, and what I found particularly wonderful is that you pr produced a report for my property, specific to my property. Um, you talked through the properties that you'd sold in the neighboring area, and I really warmed to her. And if that was my purchaser, I think they'd warm to her as well. And that was great. He had nobody else out. She was memorable for the right reasons. And I think, you know, hats off to her. That was brilliant. Fantastic. What a lovely story. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that, was, that was brilliant. And I think there's a great lesson in there that sometimes you can't convert it straight to, to an appointment and you've got to build those bridges, build those relationships. And, and some people just sometimes don't want the pressure in feeling compelled as to having to book an appointment and then they want to come to that decision themselves. And, and sometimes we can become frustrated if we don't get that appointment, but do it with for the right intentions that you're there to help someone and it will all follow. It all comes good. So from the Estate Agent Podcast team, it's a resounding yes, we should mystery shop our staff um, and colleagues. It will make us better. So guys, we're off now. Um, Monday morning, uh, we're going to talk about landlord events. And uh, that's another pearl of wisdom from our esteemed colleague, Stephen Brown. So uh, have a great Sunday. We'll see you tomorrow ready to kickstart another week. And can you believe, guys, we're into the last week of Kickstart 2020. January is nearly over. We're one month down out of uh, 12, 11 to go until we're sat there on our Christmas break again. Crazy, isn't it? We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. See you.